today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Now, could you be one of the households facing an increase in your TV, broadband or mobile costs in the coming weeks? Well, this morning's Irish Independent front page tells us that three telecoms companies, Air, Vodafone and Three Ireland, are going to increase their prices in the next two months. And people on bundled plans that could see their bills go up by as much as €96 a year. I'm going to speak to Dr Nat O'Connor, policy specialist with Age Action, in a minute. But I'm joined first by Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Independent. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Claire. So these services, they're essential for most households now, the TV, the broadband and the mobile. And the increases come, as we know, many people find themselves under financial pressure already because of cost of living going up in so many other areas. So explain to us when these price increases are going to come into effect and how much are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking essentially here, most of these in April. Now, it comes on the back of, uh, we had a report last week uh, that Sky were increasing some of their broadband and TV uh, charges. And they, they, they would probably see people uh, having to pay an extra €52 Euros a year on those plans uh, for oh, just over 4% increase. Uh, now, significantly, the sports channels are not going up. Some of those are not going up because uh, I suppose there's a phenomenon where people have dodgy boxes they're skipping around Sky. But uh, now it's emerged that from April, Air 3 and Vodafone will be increasing their prices. They have this model now where they they increase the prices every every April at a, at a rate, a set percentage, usually about 3%, plus the inflation rate, what the inflation was at the end of the year, so in December or January. So you're talking, that means essentially air, air's prices will go up by 7.6% from the 1st of April. Now, if you've a bundled TV, mobile, um, broadband um, package from air, that will mean an increase of uh, uh, about... N- nearly 96 euro, 96 euros a year on that one. Uh, if you just have broadband and phone, you're talking about an extra five or a month or 60 euros a year. Vodafone will have 7.6% from April and then Three Ireland 7.6% as well. Uh, you know, if you're on a 60 euro three bill pay unlimited 5G contract, that's a mouthful of no, but that one's going to go up by about 54 euros a year. And as you say, Claire, Broadband is a basic necessity. If you have students, if you have people working from home, we all need broadband. Despite the fact that the the, the, the state and revenue regarded as a luxury good because it's taxed at twenty three percent in terms of that. Mm-hmm. But um, there's you know there's a major question mark about this kind of this this kind of inc- announcing every April increases plus inflation in Britain. They're banning it. They think it's um it's it's just uh, Ofcom, the British uh, consumer uh, regulator for um, telecoms, say it says it, they, Ofcom says it causes substantial consumer harm, uh, which the consumer people in Britain say it's grossly unfair. Uh, you know that people should be told, and they're going to change the rules in Britain. They're going to say, look, you got to tell people what the change is going to be in pounds and pence, so in euros and cents here instead of this in uh, this thing. Now I asked the competition body here, the Competition Consumer Protection Commission. Was this a form of price signaling, which is illegal and anti-competitive? It's where you're telling the, you're telling your rivals how much you're going to go up by, and they didn't. The CCPC didn't want to comment. Now the companies are adamant that they're not engaged in anything untoward here. Mm-hmm. 
they're saying they're not acting in any anti-competitive way, that they're just signaling, they're telling the customers and being upfront and transparent with the customers and that they adhere to all regulatory requirements. But the major question marks about this, who gets a pay rise, Claire, of, of uh, you know, a set percentage plus inflation? You know, who's getting 3% plus inflation every year? Yeah. And the, 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 sorry, Claire, the, you know, the fear is that insurers, motor insurers, health insurers, uh, electricity people start adopting this model. As well. well, it's really interesting that Ofcom in the UK now have, have outlawed this. Do you know what the rules will be in the UK for increasing prices? So obviously they're going to have to increase prices at some stage, at some sort of interval. They'll be they'll continue to be allowed to do that, but in a different way. Is that right? Yeah, and, and nobody really, most people don't have a problem with, with increases if their costs are going up. You know, like I say that they're investing 250 million in, in, in telecoms infrastructure. So, you know, they need to increase prices, costs are rising across the board. But it's this idea that there's a set every April increase of, in most cases, it's 3% plus the inflation rate. It's That's that's what's seen as kind of dodgy and they don't like it in Britain. And they're saying, hold on a minute here, go back to announcing an increase based on your costs, not based on the inflation rate plus a, a set amount every year. So justify it, in other words. Yeah, justify it. Come out and say what you need to increase your cost by. So, you know, you can't all be be, be, be increasing by the same percentage increase. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Different companies are going to have different cost structures. Uh, so, you, you, you know, so it does seem, it does seem like, you know, they're, they're very heavily down against this in Britain. They're more intrusive in terms of regulation in Britain than we are here. And okay. we really should take note of that, I think. Well, when inflation is high, then you're really going to suffer on the back of this as a consumer. You are, and it's and it's it's just reinforcing inflation, isn't it? Because you uh, you get these companies are claiming a, a percentage increase plus a set amount, so three percent plus the inflation rate, and the inflation rate at the end of the year was about four point six percent. So most of them are getting seven point six percent, and as I say, the workers are not getting a pay rise of a set. 3% plus inflation. If they did, we'd never get out of the inflationary spiral. Charlie, thank you very much for explaining it all to us. I want to speak to Dr. Nat O'Connor now from Age Action. Good morning to you, Nat. Good morning. People on fixed incomes will really bear the brunt of this. I mean, are you concerned about older people now living on pensions who will have to pay these increases? Because as Charlie said, and everybody knows, these services are essential now at this stage. Absolutely. I mean, for, for age action, I mean, we're concerned that many older people are in some way digitally excluded, either because they never had the opportunity to develop digital skills or because they can't afford digital devices or broadband subscriptions. So we would know that seven out of 10 older persons will get more than half of their income from the state pension and three in 10 will get more than 90 percent from social protection. And particularly older women living alone, often in rural areas, tend to have the lowest incomes. And we precisely want them to be online so they can connect with friends and family, access learning opportunities, and telehealth in the future is going to be a big deal. So a broadband internet connection is absolutely essential. But the state pension is not going up by inflation plus 3% every year. Um, So it's not indexed to inflation. And so we've seen the state pension lose spending power. And if this were to happen over 10, 20 years when you're on the state pension, we could find broadband internet becomes unaffordable for many older persons. And is there anything in the household supports package to help with these costs? Well, I mean, people get a little bit of extra money from the Department of Social Protection if they are qualify for fuel allowance or the household benefits package, but it doesn't include uh, broadband or any digital connection. And we've, we've called for a digital allowance in the past, uh, something that people need, because if we want older persons to be connected, whether it's for the telehealth, whether it's just, you know, to, to combat isolation, uh, and so people are fully included in our society and the Internet's part of that, then we need to make sure that everybody can afford to go online. 
and that there isn't this price point because we, we would meet people who, you know, they're inter- interested in the internet. They might have done some classes with Age Action on learning to use the computer or getting started program. But the cost of signing up to a device and to broadband and monthly subscriptions makes some people hesitate. And this kind of information that prices are going to keep on going up faster than the pension will go up. Mm-hmm. That's really going to cause people to pause and think. So how do you think we should tackle this? Because as Charlie explained, Ofcom now have banned this type of increase happening there in the UK. So we have that option or we have increased state support so that people who are in who are financially vulnerable can get online and can you continue to use these services without having to worry about the cost so much. Well, there's, there's always different solutions. And in this case, we have multiple internet providers. So people have a choice of what company they want to sign up for. And in theory, competition between them is what's going to keep prices down. And that works in some cases. But here we're seeing a situation where multiple providers are saying, not only are they going to get the inflation, which is the extra cost that they're bearing, but they're going to add a percentage, up to 3% on top of that. And so that would suggest we need to look at the issue of competition. Why isn't competition pushing down prices? Why isn't some operator coming along and saying, look, we're going to compete on price? Uh, because if that doesn't happen, well, certainly, you know, we would think that older people will need some kind of support, a digital allowance or some kind of subsidy to help them go online. But then the state is just paying all these private companies where, you know, the market competition should be keeping the prices down. But that isn't happening. Mm-hmm. So in that instance, do you think there should be an intervention on state supports or should the competition authority have a, a closer look at it? Well, first and foremost, you know, we have a market economy. Most of the household goods and services, you know, we, we buy from the markets. You know, you go to different supermarkets, you shop around. And But if that's not working, then first and foremost, as Charlie Weston was saying, we need to look at the competition side to see whether we just step in to make sure the competition is happening mm-hmm. and that's going to keep prices down. But if not, the state will need to intervene because we don't want a situation where an older person is getting telehealth services in their 80s, is connected to friends and family around the world, particularly children abroad or grandchildren. You know, to, to sever those connections simply because the pension isn't enough to afford this, that would be, you know, appalling the social exclusion of people. Well, you could be looking now in a household at your television costs, your broadband costs and your mobile, knocking on €100 Euro a, a month. Um, just to, to remind ourselves, Charlie said that in his piece today in The Independent, and he repeated it here, he did go to the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission and ask them about this. And they had no comment to make when asked for a view on inflation-linked price rises and price signalling. But perhaps that question needs to be pushed. That issue needs to be pushed. Well, absolutely. And the other thing to remember is that the maximum rate of the weekly state pension is €277.30. But many people don't get the full rate, particularly older women don't get the full rate in many cases. So people are managing a very modest income. Some people may be paying rent out of that income to their local authority or whatever. So something like €100 Euro a month, some people might shrug and say, ah, sure, it's not that expensive, it's only a few more euro. This kind of money really matters to many people who are managing a low fixed income and who have other calls on their on their purse, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so it is very important that we look at you know, just how much money is it reasonable for us to expect to pay to be connected to the internet. And it has lots of knock-on effects. Sometimes people can only get a phone and broadband bundle in order to have the alarm pendant that they might need in older age living alone or CCTV in their home that's connected to the internet and so on. So there's a lot of practical reasons why we want to make sure older people can be digitally included. But price is really key. Well, a lot of people are getting rid of the landline now, of course, Nat. Are, are you saying from your experience in age action that people are want to retain the landline because of those alarm pendants you mentioned? 
Exactly. In many cases, you could only get the alarm pendant if you have a landline. The technology for many of the companies just is connected that way. And of course, in, in some rural areas, you wouldn't have broadband yet. Mm-hmm. So you still need the landline. But, but in other areas, you still just new, do need that landline. So people are paying for that. And often the landline now is just part of a broadband bundle. So people can be paying, yeah. you know, more than they really need in order to have that essential connection. Yes, it's, so It's a significant cost. The other side of it is as well, you'd be reluctant to sign up for something if you think, well, it's going to go up by inflation plus 3% every year. So I can't look at this and say, well, it's 50 euros a month because that's not what it's going to be in five years time. It's not. And I mean, we, we've had a situation where the state pension, as I say, has fallen in spending power. So you've, you've, you've got 18 euro less a week spending power now than you had in 2020. Despite the fact that the pension rate is 277 euro, where it was 248, you can actually spend, you know, get less for your money because inflation has been that high. And so inflation is a real killer if you're on this low fixed income. So we need to see the state pension at least indexed and indexed to these kind of real costs, which should be part of the basic basket of goods and services that we expect older people to be able to afford. Dr Nat O'Connor, thank you very much for joining us from Age Action today. We're going to ask whether Paris is ready to host the Olympics next, because there's just five months to go. We're going to drop in on the French capital and find out how they're coping with all the preparations. That's next. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.